What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 133 of Bedroom Drinking Podcast. I'm Dustin. Yo, it's Nate Dog. Hope everyone had a good week since the last time oh, we were on the I air. Was struggling. Yeah. In my chest area. Burp. We're going to have a short episode for you today. It's just a real quick thing. Yeah, because we're about to go out of town and we got stuff to do. But we're, but we're still here. Thought we'd leave you with something, I, I suppose. So it's going to be mainly the same thing. We're just not having like any topics. We're just going to... After you know, well, the movie, the movie is going to be the topic. Yeah, all that. Yeah. So we're just going to hop right into it with the dumbass of the week. It's just oops, not me, guy. Yeah. So this magazine, MIT Technology Review, uh, published an article about basically how all hipsters look the same, and I guess they did a study called about the hipster effect. Which they labeled as the counterintuitive phenomenon in which people who oppose mainstream culture all end up looking the same. Well, they published a picture of a guy in this article, and so this guy decided to sue the magazine for using his image in this article without his permission about how all hipsters look the same. Well, then it turned out that he wasn't the guy in the picture, the one that was suing. So how did he like miscon? Fuse his own picture because all hipsters look the same. Oh, it just okay. proves the whole point of the article. I get it. <laughs> okay, I get it. I was like, wait, but I mean, you still you think you would recognize your own self? Well, I don't know. It's like a side. That's the picture. And he thought it was him. He thought it was him, but then it wasn't him. But then he just must have looked really stupid. He I, he probably felt really dumb, like a dumbass maybe. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess if you don't remember what yourself looks like, unless you have the same colored beanie or something. Well, maybe. Well, but again, all hipsters look the same, so he probably couldn't tell the difference. Oh man, I wonder if he still won the money. No, the lawsuit got thrown out when they found out that it wasn't him. I wonder what his face was like when they told him, like, "This is not you," and he's like, <laughs> "What do you mean it's not me? Like, it's not you." That's so embarrassing. And he's he's like, "Uh, okay." Oops. Oh, uh, well, yeah. So Good article, guys. Don't be that kind of dumbass where you don't even know what your own self looks like. Well, don't be a hipster, and then you'll be able to tell the difference between you and other people. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Moral of the story. Moral of the story, yeah. Don't be a hipster who's like, whatever they do to people, I don't know. They're just there. That is, I mean, that's the article I feel like is true. Not that necessarily they all look exactly like twins or whatever, or clones of each other, but like they all look they all, the same. They all, they're the whole point of being a hipster is to like oppose mainstream culture and go against the grain and everything, and like not follow what everyone else is doing. But in doing that, they all end up having the same look and doing the same things. So, so it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, they just follow what everyone else is doing. Like, oh, we're not hipster enough, so we gotta look like the other hipsters. Yeah, exactly. And not like shower for like days on end. And look just like dirty and greasy. Do hipsters not shower? I mean, I guess that's. I'm sure they do. Probably not like a lot though. I feel like they they look greasy on purpose though. How do you make yourself look greasy? I don't know. Like get some bacon grease or something and gross. Rub it on you. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that dumbass for <laughs> obvious reasons. Uh, so don't be like him. Don't be a hipster. Be like something else. Be I like guess. yourself. <clears throat> yeah. Don't be like don't be like everyone else. Be yourself, like everyone else is doing. Oh gosh. Whatever. <laughs> Twitter shouts. We got two this week. We got Grim Horror and Chris Jackson. Oh, what, what? Yeah. Thanks for listening to the continued 
to them too. They're always up the there. Continued, yeah, <laughs> the continued fan base. Thanks, Chris and Grim Horror for your involvement. Thanks for listening and, and, and participating every week. We do appreciate it. You know what's coming for your twos. You guys get a naked man. Naked man. All right. Also, you're right. Mm-hmm. God, I have like a lot of already built up gas, and the beer is just adding to it. Ew, gross. It's all like Why? burping a lot. Probably just because I just like ate dinner and stuff. So, no. it's nothing's like settled yet. So, so we did a poll: Should Netflix films be eligible for Oscars? And an overwhelming eighty-nine percent said yes. Oh, eleven percent said no. That's so, disappointing. Settled that. Why? Because I was on the thing that they shouldn't be nominated for Oscars. Why? Why shouldn't they? I don't know. Just because... As long as they meet the qualifications, what does it matter? Everyone was like, oh, yeah, they should. And I was like, no, they shouldn't. Yeah, they should. They should have their own, like, the best Netflix movie of the year award. What? The best? (laughs) That's stupid. I mean, it's all stupid. The Oscars are stupid in general, but... Of course. But since (laughs) everything's stupid, might as well be stupid together. Mm. All in the same place. I guess the Academy feels otherwise. The Academy... Isn't there, are there the ones that think they shouldn't be? No, Steven Spielberg is the one that said oh. they shouldn't be. The Academy thinks so, and that's why they nominated Netflix movies for stuff. Oh. Well, Steven Spielberg is, I guess, wrong now. Steven Spielberg said no because it's like killing the way that people are supposed to watch movies or something. Whatever. Uh, I guess Steven Spielberg is, is great, but I guess he's wrong in this one. According, I mean, it's to, just the, according to the people. Oh, well, yeah, according to people that matter, yeah, he's wrong. I mean, they're just Twitter people. No one really matters. That's true. Uh, Especially Twitter people. <laughs> who we love. Who we love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're all right, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, thanks for participating in the poll. Appreciate it. Uh, we're going to get into the well, the close, but the kind of the topic is also in the close. So, yeah, we're uh, combining. We're just going to talk about the movies. But we'll uh, do, yeah, we'll do the, you missed one. Did I? Yeah. Which one? Medea. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was like, a, like the good movies. What? I forgot about that one. I did, I don't remember watching it, honestly. It was the one where they had a funeral. Yeah. They all run together. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but we saw Medea, I guess the last Medea movie. Medea Family Funeral. And yeah, Tyler Perry says he's not going to be Medea anymore. And that's fine. He's hanging it up, so. It's just Medea's last movie. Yeah. This is what they should have called it's it. It's not the last Tyler Perry movie. It's just no, no, just the last Medea movie. no more Medea movies. Uh, which is probably okay, because they're like... They just weren't as good anymore as they used to be. Like, he just kind of got like, lazy with it. She, it's like, like the character used to be a lot more funny and say like more I, things. And I think it's because the like the character is always exactly the same in every movie. Yeah. So like the events happening in the movie are different, but like the character essentially is the same. Like she says the same thing. She does the same things. Like yeah, it's just kinda it, like it never changes. It's just watch, like watching basically the same movie over and over again. I think Medea Goes to Jail is a funny one. That's my favorite one, probably. Yeah. The only one that I can say that I like legitimately did not like was the uh, Medea's Big Happy Family. Oh, yeah. That was a terrible and one. And I don't even... I really don't even remember, honestly, what the movie was about. I just remember whenever the guy and the girl went on that talk show, and the girl was like, Bye, Ran! Oh, God. And I guess that's supposed to be... I, Probably, like, black people thought that was funny. I wouldn't have hated it so much if it had just been, like, it happened once for a couple seconds and that was it. But it happened so many times, she just kept doing it. Yeah. And I was like, was I don't even, I can't even watch this anymore. I had to mute it. <laughs> it was very annoying. Just uh, for the, I hated the whole movie just because of that. 
But I like all the other ones. I like right? the Diaries of a Mad Black Woman. I think that's one that of Medea. That was the first one. Was that the first one? Mm-hmm. The first Medea one? That was a good one she was in. Or Medea was in. <laughs> uh, I like... This one was pretty fun. I like when he like used a lower voice, like his actual voice. Said he, and he usually... That's he, like the second movie that he's done that in. He yeah. always do that. I wonder why he started doing that. I think because it gets a good laugh. Yeah. It like... it. Takes you by surprise. You don't expect <laughs> it's it. Really funny because he's that high pitched Medea voice. So he just goes into yeah. his regular voice, and you're like, "What?" It's really funny. Uh, but yeah, this one was okay. It's like not as not the greatest, but I mean, it's a, it's a right. Medea movie. Like, yeah. If you want to watch her one last time, might as well. Because no more Medea. No more. I bet she pops up like every now and then in movies. She just won't have mm. like her own movies anymore. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I think he's just done with Medea. But, like, those movies are, like, his most successful movies. So I feel like he would still want to keep doing them. He's maybe going to, like, try to, like, do other things, like, more serious movies or something. Like, right? I guess. He's hosting something. His serious movies are always <laughs> just so serious. Yeah. <laughs> They're, like, over-the-top dramatic. Yeah. But. I mean, uh, he does, he, so he does movies, and then he's got, like, three or four shows on the Oprah channel that he writes and directs. Yeah. And then... Uh, he acts in some other movies too that are not his movies. I think he'll be fine. It just, yeah, he's doing, he probably needs a break. I would yeah. need a break. I don't know how he does all that. Playing all those characters. I think he still does plays too. Sometimes. Yeah, I think he still like writes and does And they plans. like tour and yeah. stuff. Crazy. Uh, so he's, yeah, he'll be alright. Um, so that was Medea's, the last one, the funeral. <laughs> uh, Medea's funeral. The next one we saw was the Cold Pursuit movie that I completely forgot about until today. Oh, I thought you mean you forgot that we watched it. I, I know, like, I forgot that it existed. Oh. I forgot that it was ever in existence. Well, it was, <laughs> like, I wanted to see it, but then there was, like, other movies I wanted to see more, so it kind of, I was like, we could watch that one later, and then, like, and now it was gone from the theater that we go to now, yeah. it was only at the other one, so I was like, well, I want to see it, and there's time, so let's go. It was, it was okay. It was weird. It wasn't as, I didn't, I thought it was going to be better. I don't know really, like, so this is movie, Cold Pursuit, with Liam Neeson. And his son gets murdered. And, like, in a way, it's, it's like, a regular Liam Neeson movie. But then in other ways, it's not. It his felt- son gets murdered and then he in Colorado. Yeah. And then he, like, goes after the people that... Did it. Yeah. But it was, like... It had some weird, like, things. Like, it had, like, little... Like, those things that kept, like, popping up. Like, it's like, said their names or whatever. Yeah, it was, like, every time someone... Very, every like- time someone died, it would come up with, like, a... It was like mostly a cross, and then the one Jewish guy died. Yeah, it was, was a like, Star of David, and then their name after they were killed. But that, that was, uh, I mean, it was like weird little interruptions, and it was just kind of, it was like very like Quentin Tarantino. It was, it was more of a, it felt like kind of like a, a more artistic take on a Liam Neeson movie. Yeah, like the basic like story is the same as every other Liam Neeson movie. But it was like a little bit more quirky. Mm. There was like more humor thrown in, and it was just kind of like not. It was artsy. It's different, <laughs> and also like I kept reading that it was like a comedy almost, and so I was expecting it to be like really funny. And there were some parts that were funny, but not uh, that much. Well, I guess it was based on some like foreign film. Yeah, it's like a like a remake of a Swedish movie or a Finnish movie or something. So that's probably also why it was a little different. Yeah. Felt a little different, but I mean, like whatever. It was, it was all right. It I was mean, fine. I liked it enough. I would say it's like you could probably wait till it's on Netflix or something. It's definitely, yeah. It's one of those types of movies. Uh, but the main one we saw, of course, was Captain Marvel. Yeah, which was it was it was good. It was not, definitely not like my the most of my 
best Marvel movies, I guess, but I liked it better than other Marvel movies. I don't, yeah, I I definitely wasn't my favorite, but it was far from, like, my least favorite. Yeah. I feel like so many Marvel, especially, like, the origin stories, there's, a lot of them are just so similar, like, it's hard for me to, like, rank one above the other one, unless one is just, like, really amazing. It's hard. I think now it also is, I mean, it might just be, so like, many. a psychological thing or a mental thing, or it's, like, you've already seen, you've had, like, all the Avenger movies, so you're just so excited about seeing them all together, that yeah. when you have to watch one, a, movie, a Marvel movie that's just, like, about one of them, you're just kind of like, I, I kind of want the other guys to be here. <laughs> like, I'm just, and everyone's ready for Endgame to come out, so everyone's just, like, doesn't give a shit about anything until that movie comes out, so... I mean, I don't know that I necessarily feel that way. I mean, I still... I mean, I love, obviously, like, the Avengers ones where they team up and stuff, but, I mean, I like the the solo ones just, not maybe just as much, but, like, still, like, I don't, I'm not sitting there during the movie wishing that, like, oh, I wish Iron Man was here, I wish Captain America yeah. was here, whatever. But this one was good, it's still, I mean, it's still a Marvel movie, it had everything like the other ones do, like, I honestly the didn't... humor and the fun and everything like that, and I like Brie... Olsen, what is that her name? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Brie Olsen. Brie, the, Brie Larson, I like her. I do, t- I, so, I watched, there was a show, I think I was in, like, 7th or 8th grade, it only lasted one season, it was a sitcom called Raising Dad, and it was with Bob Saget, oh. it was, like, his first series after Full House, I think. Oh. It was him, and it was kind of, like, the same, it was, like, he was, like, his wife died, <laughs> but then, just, like, his dad moved in to help, oh, and he had okay. two daughters. But one of them was Kat Dennings, who, uh, probably since then best known for Two Broke Girls. Yeah. Um, and then Brie Larson was the younger one. And that was, yeah, obviously that was like a long time ago. She was probably like 11 or 12. Oh, wow. Um, and it was like, it was entertaining. It wasn't like especially funny, which is probably why it got canceled after one season. But like ever since then, like I remembered her from that show. So like I would, like I've seen her, she was in a Disney Channel movie. Um, and so I'd see her like pop up randomly. And for whatever reason, I was just always like rooted for her success. I never knew who she <laughs> was, really. I think the first time I saw her was in like Twenty One Jump Street. I think that was her first like that was her first like big mainstream movie. Oh, okay, I think. that was the first time I saw her like, ever. I didn't know she existed before then. Um, so. Well, she also uh, tried to have a music career. Did she really? back in like two thousand four, oh. two thousand five? Oh yeah, you. Oh okay. Well, uh, I'll show you a couple of her songs later. Oh god, I'm good. It's it's uh, <laughs> like, it's essentially she was on like the label that. It's owned by Disney, like Hollywood Records, oh. and so it sounds very much like Hillary Duff kind of stuff. At least like early, like the first one, I guess. Yeah. The only one that I really know, but it's very like teenage girl pop kind of music, um, which is funny because as an adult, her career trajectory, like you would never have expected that. <laughs> but uh, I don't think her album did very well. She only made one, but uh, oh well. Anyway. So like I've I've like noticed her and kind of followed her for a long time. So I'm excited that she's getting to be like such a high profile thing now. We'll see. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought the movie was excellent. Like I mean, like I, said, I love all the Mar movies. But other people not so much didn't like this one. Uh, I was just reading like different reviews and stuff and people's reactions and but said, a bunch of people said that she's like the worst. Cho- she was like she was a horrible Captain Marvel. But the reason. Okay, but the reason that people say that. Is because they think she's an evil feminist that hates white men. Maybe they could just not like her. That's that doesn't make sense. I mean, why would you not like her? She's an amazing actress. I mean, and she's, she's okay. Very like, she's an Academy Award winning actress. Very successful. Very famous. Very mm. very uh, uh, critically acclaimed. So, dude, you never saw Room, did you? 
No. She was amazing in that movie. That's what she won the Oscar for. Uh, that movie was so good. With the little kid from Wonder. <laughs> uh, I mean, I liked her. I thought she did a good job. I'm just... That's what other people say. <laughs> yeah, but... Okay, so... I think it was last year... She was given some kind of award for... I don't know. Something to do with, like... I don't know. She got an award from some, like, guild or whatever. Um, and so she had to give a speech... It's not one of those where, like, you just give up and give... Or, like, the Oscars where you go up and give, like, an acceptance speech. Yeah. It's one of those where, like, they actually, like, ask you to make a speech. Oh, okay. And so, she decided to talk about... And there's, like... You can literally go online and watch the full video of what I'm saying. So, I'm not, like, pulling this shit out of my ass. She wanted to talk about um, the lack of diversity in among film critics. And she said that she, like, a year or so before... She started noticing that, like, whenever she would, like, go and do press for movies and stuff, um, most of the people that were there covering it were, like, middle-aged white men. Uh-huh. Or middle-aged to older white men. And she felt like that wasn't good because it, white people are not the only ones that make movies. They're not the only ones that watch movies. Movies represent a whole diverse group of people. So something... So she used an example of A Wrinkle in Time which was from a black director starring a black girl and Oprah. She said she did not care what a 40-year-old white guy thought about A Wrinkle in Time, or she didn't care about why he didn't like it or something, uh, because it wasn't made for him. She wanted to know what like young black girls thought about it, teenagers thought about it, like the target audience. Yeah. She wants to know their opinion. So... That was literally all that she said. And the whole like context of her speech was that there are not enough opinions of different different groups represented among film critics. So she's another example, not the movie, but she said if you make a movie that speaks specifically to the experience of like a young black girl or any kind of black woman, whatever, it's not going to resonate with an old white guy <laughs> the way that it will with... Like a black younger, girl, yeah. so they're they're they might give it a bad review because they don't get it, and so there need to be more opportunities for critics that will get it to have their voices heard. So it's not like blasted that. down. Well, she the thing that the shut. thing that that fucked her over was because she said she used the term white men, and anytime you say anything critical of white men, all the white men turn against you. Well, of course. So this whole. Like, literally, what I said was the extent of what she said. And then, also, I think later on this year, whenever she was doing press for Captain Marvel, she said that she wanted to make sure that other demographics of people were included in, like, the press briefings and coverage and stuff. Like, she, she said, yeah. I don't... What she said was, I don't want to take away anyone's seat at the table. I just want to bring more chairs to the table. So, like, she's not saying that, like... White these white men shouldn't be able to like uh, yeah. cover the movies. I just think in addition to those white men, there should be opportunities for other representatives from other groups of people. Or well, maybe they're not writers, or they don't, there's not those groups of people that do well, movies. And then she she can't maybe, just magically fart out like maybe I should maybe I should have played the whole speech. <laughs> but no, she uh she said that she actually like contacted someone at UCLA that does like film criticism stuff or whatever. Yeah. And asked them to, like, put together a study uh. on, like, what types of people are... Like, what kind of opportunities people get, whatever. And the person that did the study put her in touch with, uh, with like, film critics and stuff. 
and she talked like to black women like basically anyone that was not like a white guy yeah and the, she said what she took away from that is that they're just not given the opportunities to to go to like the big movies yeah they might get so like, she, they might cover she, like smaller movies right like indie movies like art house movies yeah but not like big movies so she wanted to give them the opportunity to at least for her movies to have the opportunity to yeah have their voice and opinion heard which I think is cool. Like I think that should I'm be the 100% case. supportive yeah. of that. Um, Unfortunately, but she doesn't get to decide that, I guess. What happened was that because she said she didn't want to know what a 40-year-old white guy thought about A Wrinkle in Time, specifically talking about that movie because, again, 40-year-old white men are not the target audience for that movie. Yeah. It got completely blown out of proportion to the point where people were saying that she said she didn't want white men watching her movies... She hates white men. She doesn't think white men should be able to have opinions about things. All this stuff. And so people are, like, boycotting and stuff. And obviously not a lot of people because the movie is making, like... It, like, one weekend it made worldwide, like, $450 million. Yeah. So, like, it's not hurting. But, like, I just... I see that shit and people are like, oh, she said that she doesn't care about white people's opinions or she doesn't want white people watching her movies. I'm like, There's no, not, she didn't. That's not what you said. Uh, maybe you read a clickbait headline that said that. Pretty but that's Larson not hates true. white people. <laughs> it's like... She's a self-hating cracker. I just, it drives me crazy that... I just... I just, I don't understand... I don't understand the, the, the thought process behind, like, taking something that someone said like that, that I feel like is a good thing... If you take it in context, this is what the thing is that people honed in on her one sentence having to do with white people and like decided made opinions based on that and not in like the full context of what she was talking about. Yeah. I was trying to see what their budget was for that movie. I think it was like 150 million. The movie? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. That's a cheap Marvel movie. It seems like, or I guess I, thought, I figure the other ones are like a lot more money. Well, like but... the Avengers ones cost a lot more because they have to pay a lot more people. Oh, yeah, that's but... right. Maybe that's probably because they have a lot more actors in them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but see, yeah, 150 million. Oh, okay. Uh, well, they're definitely going to yeah, make a profit on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there was even a whole thing, which I need to ask my dad about this, because he was telling me about this thing that he watches on TV. It's like a news network, but it's not like, it's called One America News. Have you ever heard of it? No. He said it's... It's like Fox News, except more balanced or something. So not racist? I don't know. Uh, but he really likes it, I guess. And I never really like... I don't know, honestly, anything about it. But someone from that network uh, decided to start this thing over the weekend that was called the Alita Challenge. Alita, meaning the the movie, the movie Alita Battle Angel, uh-huh. we talked about a couple weeks ago. So basically the idea is that Captain Marvel... And also because of Brie Larson's comments, people decided that this movie was going to be like a big like anti-men feminist uh, thing, yeah. which it wasn't at all. If you've actually watched the movie, you know that. But so he decided that he people should not support this Captain Marvel movie because it's evil man-hating feminism. Huh. Instead, they should support a movie, another movie with a female lead action movie that does not support that evil agenda, which would be Alita. So. Everyone that cares about this should. We're supposed to take the Alita challenge, and instead of going to watch Captain Marvel, go to watch Alita. But Alita made like three million dollars yeah. over this weekend. Lost like sixty percent 
was there, yeah. from the from the week before. Um, so I don't think that worked out. No. And also, I guarantee you that everyone who was telling people to do that did not actually do it. They either went to watch Captain Marvel anyway, or they just didn't watch anything because that's stupid. Yeah, I mean, just go out to the movies and watch it. It's a fun movie to watch. No, so, uh, like, main takeaway from that is that Brie Larson does not hate white people. Uh, she is white. She doesn't hate white men. She doesn't think they are not allowed to have opinions. She wants them to watch her movies. So everything, yeah, basically the opposite of what everyone else is saying. Yeah, uh, uh, because they fucking are stupid. And also, uh, I was reading about the like the demographic breakdowns of like the audience. Guess who? The largest, like fifty four percent of the audience for the first weekend was white men over twenty five. Oh, duh. So I don't think those are the people that are like most upset about it. So it doesn't seem like that many are too upset because they're still going out to see the movie. They even like bombed like Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb and stuff with like bad reviews for the movie, like as soon as it came out or before it came out. Actually, they, there were so many people that did that before it came out that Rotten Tomatoes changed everything, all the rules. <laughs> you're not allowed to post comments about a movie until after it comes out by any movie. So Rotten Tomatoes, what did Rotten Tomatoes give it? Um, the critics thing was like 80%, I think. Mm. That's good. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's anything like over 60%. Is like fresh. Oh, okay. That just means that 80, 80% of critics that reviewed it liked it. It's a solid B. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Most movies don't get that high. That's true, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, if, you ha- if your movie has like 65% positive reviews, you're considered to have like a well-reviewed movie. There you go. Okay. Go for that D. D gets degrees. So... I guess. I just mean, it's like... <laughs> Two thirds of the people that watched it liked it. Yeah, that was good. I thought. Anyways, yeah, she did a great job. Then I mean, I was gonna watch it regardless, obviously. But <laughs> I, I thought it, I liked it probably even more than I expected to. Maybe I don't know. It was. I mean, it was a good Marvel origin movie. Yeah. I I didn't think that it was. And it sets it up. I didn't. I nice. didn't get the hype for Black Panther that much. What was that last year? Like I, I liked so. it. But people were talking about it like it was like the greatest thing ever made, and like I thought it was again like a good Marvel origin movie, but that's not that's anything it. beyond that. Yeah, I don't. I think it and Captain Marvel are pretty equal. Yeah, I, I, in my no, opinion, no Iron Man, you know, like. Well, Iron Man was like what started everything. Yeah, it was so amazing. I don't even. They weren't even planning like it was the origin all this Marvel it was universe the original shit. origin. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think, I think technically they were, it was they were planning it at that point. I think no, they weren't because. Yeah. They, they had, even, like, the teasers at the end for the next movies and stuff. For the next Iron Man movie. But they didn't even yeah, know, like, yeah. Iron Man at that time wasn't even, like, that popular of a character as far as movies go. Like, he wasn't, like, Batman or Superman or anything like that. I guess. He had, they, nobody had ever made a movie about him. Like, the only people that really, like, knew Iron Man were people that, like, read comic books. I just remember, yeah, when I saw, like, the Iron Man movie coming, I, I got real excited because, like, Iron Man was one of my favorites. Uh, I thought he was really cool. Well, I did not know anything about Iron Man. And also... Uh, it's just like... Iron Man is like... He's like the Marvel Batman. Yeah. He's just a regular dude who's rich and yeah, smart. Basically. I think he's I mean, he's smarter than Bruce Wayne, but... No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's like a freaking... Tony Stark's like a genius. He's a scientist. He has like PhDs and stuff. Yeah, but Bruce Wayne is like an amazing detective. Bruce Wayne dropped out of like college. 
It doesn't matter. Dropping out of college doesn't mean you're not smart. I'm talking about, but Tony Stark's obviously way more smarter. He's obviously way more smarter. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) I mean, he is. Well, we know who's not way more smarter. Yeah, that's a common phrase. Yeah, from idiots. (laughs) Uh, He is smarter than Bruce Wayne. Like I just, mean, maybe I don't. I don't know. Like their IQs like, to compare, but I'm pretty sure his IQ is higher. I mean, I'm not saying like <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Also, is they're dumb. not real people. Also, they're not real people. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if they were real people, I'm not saying like Bruce Wayne's dumb. He's he's smart. Maybe when it comes to some business, I guess. Uh, I mean, he barely runs his own business. He has people to do that for him. Right. He was but, smart enough to hire people to run it very successfully. But Tony Stark is like a scientist and like a gen- Like he's a genius. He's considered okay. a genius. Tony Stark is smarter than Bruce Wayne, and I, I think he has more money. I think I looked at. I think like, I read that up once. Uh, like he was just, more, but I'm saying he's like the Marvel Batman. He's just a regular dude in a suit who can afford like yeah. cool toys, yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, he did build his own suit, and Batman just ordered his off Amazon. So he did not either. Alfred made it. I mean, they ordered it, and the parts came in, and then no, they didn't. They made it from the parts, right? But they put it together. They assembled it. I guess I, I do. Wonder, I, I wish they would have shown more of that, but I really don't care where the suit came from. Honestly, <laughs> I like to know the. I care more that. about what he does. Once I like to see them like on. build, make their suits, makes it more like authentic. When has that ever happened? It hasn't. Oh, it hasn't. Iron Man. Other than Iron Man, <laughs> having an Iron Man. <laughs> I got lost. Uh, anyways, where were we talking about Captain Marvel? Yeah. Uh, I think we're. Oh no! I was going to say about uh, anyways, the only but. and probably I think that the only reason that Iron Man even was like big enough to like launch this whole thing was because of Robert Downey Jr. Like yeah. I, can't, I can't think of anybody else who would have done anywhere near as good in that part. Yeah, he's definitely like the great and he was coming off of his like boozing days and like it was like his redemption movie. Yeah. Um uh, and then he did Was that. it like they were taking a risk like giving him this like big movie. Yeah, I didn't think they really even thought it was gonna be like so successful. They didn't. And then it was and everyone was like, We love you know, RBJ. It, it was kind of just like, <laughs> let's just like put this movie out and see what happens. And then it's like 15 years later and they're like, wow, we're still making movies. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what's going to happen after this last <gasps> Endgame one because all their contracts are done. I think they are done. They already said they're done. Uh, oh, the like only- Robert Downey Jr. is done. Chris Evans is done. Like all the big guys are done. Like Thor and all those guys. All- yeah. The only other movies that they have currently in the works right now is Black Widow. Yeah. And then they have Spider-Man coming out uh, this summer. But after that, the next one's not till Black Widow, which hasn't even started filming yet. I think maybe comes out next year. But that's the only oh, one yeah. that we, we will for sure. They're supposed to be Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but uh, we're still not... Yeah, that still doesn't have like a director or anything. Like, so. Yeah. I guess, yeah, we'll see what happens with that because... What's his name? James, James Gunn? James Gunn. Yeah, he's... He's coming out with another movie, though. Which Didn't is, he do Alita? No, that was Robert Rodriguez. Oh, that was Robert Rodriguez, yeah. And James, well, James Cameron produced it. James Cameron, yeah, produced it. Robert Rodriguez of Spy Kids. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez of a lot of other things besides Spy, Spy Kids. Spy Kids is his most successful movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. James Gunn is still making other movies, just not Marvel movies, I guess. Yeah, that, that movie, so he has this movie coming out called Brightburn, right? I think so, yeah. And it's it looks like like about Clark Kent like coming to Earth. yeah. Except it's like a, a horror, like a horror movie film. So I'm really, I'm really curious, like what that movie is. It's, it's almost, you know what it looks like. It looks it's, like a Superman it's, movie. But... It's, it's like, what if Clark Kent was 
evil. Yeah. I think that's what it's supposed to be about. You think? I think that's what his idea is. Because like, it's like the exact same yeah, story. Like, like, on a like farm in the trailer, like, like people find him yeah. and raise him as a human. But he's like, and they're trying to teach him how to like manage his powers. Yeah. But I think it, I think he's telling like an opposite story of like, yeah, what if like Clark Kent decided to be evil and not like good and this is what yeah. happens. He just goes around going crazy. It, but it looks, I'm, I'm super curious what it's like. Yeah. But anyway, uh, James Gunn did that one. So he's not like blacklisted. He's just blacklisted from Marvel. Just blacklisted, yeah. Uh, which all they were all mad about, anyways. But <laughs> oh well. Uh, so that was Captain Marvel. Definitely go watch it because it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and there's also make sure you stay for the the end credit scene. Like you should know that anyway. Yeah. Well, the first one. The first one, at least, for sure. If you want to leave after the first one, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, like, that's if you probably re- okay. If you really like the cat in the movie. Then just stay till the end. <laughs> yeah. If you don't care about the cat, then whatever. So yeah, I think I've noticed that it's like there's those there's the really important after like the one that's in the mid credits or whatever. Yeah, that's the really that's important, like the important one, one. Usually, and Marvel movies kind of put like one at the very very end. That's just kind of like eh, it's there. You stay because you just kind of you're used to it. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, you know if you, you if you're not new to this and you know what the hell you're doing, so yeah. Uh, but that one that one. Uh, is is it's good? Yeah, it's pretty. It's a good. It gets you hyped. Yeah, I think that's that's a good place to stop right there. We're gonna end it here. Yeah, that's a good spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we got shit to do, so we're gonna end. Leave you here. The nice hidden word of the day. Uh, well, I guess, but first, shit, I forgot. I'm all thrown off. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's happening right I don't now. Know. I might be having a stroke. I don't know. You have blood, a stroke every week. Yeah, my blood pressure's been like really high lately, and really, yeah, like in the hundred fifties, hundred sixties. So that's not good. <laughs> Do you take your own blood pressure? Yeah. That's probably why you're doing it wrong. No. I'm oh. really good at it. Mm. Uh, also, I, I have like a like an automated one, so... Automated? Yeah, where I just put it on the machine, tells me. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, but you're, you're like moving around or something. No, or like you don't move. If you have any questions, whatever, you, can, <laughs> you know the drill. You can contact us. I'm on Twitter at NateRobles1, N-A-T-E-R-O-B-L-E-S, the number one. I'm at Dustin Forey, D-U-S-T-I-N-F-O-R-E-E. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Bedroom Drinking. Like the Facebook page, Bedroom Drinking Podcast. And email us at bedroomdrinkingpodcast at gmail.com. Hidden word that we like to leave you with. That way you can tweet it to us and get on Twitter shouts for the next episode. This week it's going to be Girl Power. <laughs> that was totally the opposite of the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah, which uh, was which was white men, <laughs> <laughs> white power. Uh, uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Tweet us that phrase, girl white power. power. No. Oh, no, wait, white power or girl power? Girl power. Girl power. <laughs> yeah, tweet tweet us girl power, and we'll get you on Twitter shots next week. Thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your evening, morning, afternoon, wherever the hell time you're listening to this. And good night. Good morning. I said that already. Cut that one out. I think you are having a... (laughs) Naked man. Naked man.